0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, over the last number of years, if you've looked at the EKN shifter cart driver rankings, stock moto as it was at that point, there was one name that you saw consistently at the top over the last couple of years, and that's Billy Musgrave. And I'm happy to have Billy joining me here on another edition of The Hot Seat, where we take a driver or an industry member, set them down, drill them with some questions, but for the most part, just get into a really cool conversation about what's going on in the sport, what's going on with them and how they potentially see Uh, the future rolling out. Folks, my name is Rob Howden. Thank you so much for joining us here on the EKN Radio Network. Again, it is the hot seat, and we welcome in Billy Musgrave.
1: Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Uh, I know you're super busy, and again, thank you so much for carving out some time. It is, uh, what do we got? Wednesday, June the 5th. You have a California Pro Kart Challenge race at CalSpeed, your home track, coming up this weekend. Uh, I know there's lots of testing to be done as well. Uh, First and foremost, let me do a kind of a little rollout here for you, for you, Billy, and then I'll ask you to kind of give us your origin story to educate our listenership more about who you are and how you got in the sport, folks. Obviously, let's start with Billy Musgrave, 27 years of age, from Norco, California. Obviously, one of the top guns in shifter cart racing here in the sport in America. Uh, kind of came into kind of made his debut, let's say his breakout race was 2012 at the Super Nationals. Was able to come out and win the S2 semi-pro stock Honda race uh, at the Rio. Developed his his career over, over the last couple of years as well. Went on to win the 2017 S1 race at the Super Nats. Backed it up in 2018 in Pro Shifter. So he's one of a very small group with three wins at the Scuso Super Nationals. Pro Tour, Supercart USA Pro Tour, he's been in the top five for the last four years. Three of those four years, either second or third, that one elusive trophy he wants to put on the mantle, of course, skews <laughs> a Pro Tour championship. But back home, of course, where he'll be racing this weekend, uh, last year, the S1 champion in the California Pro Kart Challenge for Superkarts USA went undefeated in 2018 in PKC action. And he's won five of the last six S1 titles. Second only in 2015, Billy. I'll, I'll ask you about your your uh, origin story, but how does it feel when you hear like that body of work uh, kind of being rolled out in front of you?
1: Uh, it's hard to believe, honestly. I right? mean, you know, when you're in the in the moment, just racing, it's always just all the, you know, focus on the next race and then the next race and then the next race. You know, sometimes you know, it's like you stop for a second and look back, and you just go, "Holy crap!" You know, wow, yeah, yeah, it's just hard to believe.
0: You know, obviously you have, you know, you're, you and your father, Willie, with Musgrave Racing Company, you'll get into that in a little bit. You guys have become one of the really core foundation programs, companies in Southern California. You support a lot of racers, you develop a lot of products, you you build engines, you sell product. You know, you're one of those core shops that that any any good nucleus of karting needs or any sport, you have to have the industry to support it. You guys have done that. Um, let's have a look at how did this happen? That's uh, that's. I want to kind of start with the origin story because people that listen to the EKN Radio Network may not, you know, some of them may not know exactly who you are. Of course, they've seen you on the EKN Driver Rankings, they've seen you win races, but there could be guys around the country that you know just need to l- learn more about Billy Musgrave. Twenty seven years of age. How did you get into the sport of karting? <laughs> it's actually a pretty
1: funny story. So, uh, you know, me and my dad have been racing motocross. He'd been doing it his whole life. I'd been doing it for, man, I think twelve or thirteen years at that point. This is back in like late 07 early 08 and uh you know somehow my dad got a you know a bug to try some try some carts you know we did some rental carts had a blast you know decided hey let's uh you know I see they make shifter carts let, let's give that a try <laughs> um so my dad went down uh to actually extreme carting at the time uh back when Tom Kutcher ran it and oh. uh you know they made him a killer deal he you know brought home a shifter cart you know, we took turns driving it and we were just like, oh, my God, this is like this is the coolest thing I've ever done. I didn't know driving, you know, a four wheel machine could be this awesome, could be this, you know, intense. Yeah. And it just kind of escalated from there. So, you know, it didn't all just happen at once. We just kind of took it slow and uh, just dabbled in it here and there. Did some local club races, did some little pro cart races, uh, mainly focused on motocross for the next couple of years. You know, that was still my my main thing. Um, 2012, you know, turned pro. Um, in the motocross world and, uh, was taking it pretty seriously, was having some pretty decent luck, um, until it ran out <laughs> and then, uh, suffered a broken femur, uh, about Ouch. halfway through 2012. So Ouch. that kind of put a stop to the the two wheel riding, um, decided to focus a bit more on the, uh, on the, on the carts. Cause you know. You know, four or five weeks later, I could hop in a go kart and I could push the gas pedal. So I'm like, "Hey, let me let me do this for a while. This is fun." <laughs> um, so really started just practicing and developing that side of it, and uh, you know, really started fine tuning the um, you know chassis setup and stuff like that. And we rolled into Supernats 2012, just you know, way in the back of the pits, um, and ended up having you know an incredible race against uh you know some pretty good names. Now looking back, I mean, Saber Cook, Ryan Kinnear. Um, I remember just you know. Not knowing who any of these people were, really, just showing up and racing, but uh, we were able to come home with a win. Um, Pretty stoked. And then on the drive home is really when it started. So, uh, you know, we just kept getting phone call after phone call. People asking us to work on their motors or, you know, build them chassis or, you know, do some driver coaching. And me and my dad just kind of looked at each other on the drive
0: home and said, hey, you want to give this a shot? So old uh, old school supply and demand, all (laughs) of a sudden sudden you win a big race and there's the supply (laughs) or the there's the demand and and you guys have have to become the supply. That's what a cool story. I love that. Exactly. Exactly.
1: So basically, ever since then, it's just been wide open, you know, seven days a week, just trying to build it up and, uh, you know, make customers happy and really just try to grow the sport. That's our that's our motivating factor behind everything we do. We want to put as many people we can and as many carts as we can.
0: And isn't that kind of the interesting part of this, right? You know, you you uh, find this sport coming out of motocross. We've seen a lot of people that have transitioned from motocross, some from, because of injury, some who just wanted to try something a bit different. You get into this thing, you fall in love with it. It's, you know, the passion for it because of the intensity, as you said, just the actual experience of driving a shifter cart. You know, I've done it many times. It's I've raced them. I love it. Um, and then all of a sudden, but it just drags you guys in. You and your dad, Willie, all of a sudden you guys are full time. Like you go from being... A father's yep. <laughs> team to all of a sudden, like for the last seven years, this yeah. has been your life, and like you said, twenty four seven, seven days a week.
1: Yeah, really? seriously. Like,
0: what's what what drive what what drives you to do that? Because obviously, you had passion for motocross. I know it's the same kind of deal. You're grabbing gears. You know, it's a great ride. What is it that drives you guys to do it so intensely and so hundred percent all in?
1: It's it's honestly just love for the sport.
0: Um. You know, like
1: obviously there's, you know, some issues with the sport in general and the large scale stuff. But small scale stuff, I mean, just the simple experience of hopping in a car and it it don't matter whether it's, you know, obviously I'm biased. I love shifter cars, but whether it's an X30, K100, 206, just the experience of hopping in a a cart, getting onto a full size track and just, you know, ripping around some turns. It's one of the most unique, thrilling, intense experiences I think anybody can have. And, you know, for it to be, you know, about a million times safer than motocross, but offer that same level of, you know, thrill and intensity, it's just something I want more people to experience. And I just want to share with, you know, more people around the country.
0: Yeah, there's a reason why so many guys in Formula One or IndyCar or whatever it may be, when they get an opportunity to jump back behind the wheel yeah. of a shifter, because it's it's that rush. Well, number one, it's a great training tool for the guys at that level, but it's still that great rush. Guys yeah. out there pounding out laps, having fun yeah. with each other. It's just so it, pure. Re- it's pure. It's yep. as Dan Weldon always said, right? Karting was the purest form of motorsport for sure. Yeah. Um, you know what? we got, I want to talk more about that a little bit. Folks, we're talking here with Billy Musgrave on an episode of the Hot Seat here on the EKN Radio Network. Again, my name is Rob Howden. Great to have you with us. Stay bored. We got more to come after this break. Cometic Gasket is a leading worldwide supplier of gaskets and engine sealing solutions for karting, automotive performance, power sports, original equipment, and the remanufactured engine industries. Kemetic carting gaskets are available as OE replacement top end kits or as individual gaskets and seals. Just like competitive carters, Kemetic can operate on the fly and has the unique capability to customize any gasket to meet specific engine requirements and clearances. All of Kemetic's fiber materials are asbestos-free and do not require any additional sealants. Viton oil ring cylinder head seals are used in each two-cycle kit, and Kometic's four-cycle engine kits feature only the most advanced multi-layer steel head gaskets. Kometic can tailor to engine builder-specific needs through bulk ordering and packaging flexibility. Kometic gaskets are must-haves for championship-winning teams across multiple disciplines of both professional and amateur motorsports. Kometic gasket... Ceiling championships since 1989. With over 35 years of manufacturing experience, Precision Carding Technologies is the leader in American made components. We produce high quality products led by our full line of chromoly and mild steel axles. Metric or imperial, standard or custom, we have what you need. Collars, keys, bearings, we're the source for axle components in the USA. We're not just axles either. At PKT, we can manufacture motor mounts, hubs, brake rotors, and even GoPro mounts. We're also the choice for axle and chassis straightening. We've designed a dedicated table for the sole purpose of straightening and laser aligning your chassis. If needed, we have the capability to cut, replace, and weld portions of your chassis as well. Big crash bent your frame? Send it to us. Broke a spindle yoke off in a wreck? We can replace it. You don't need to toss that expensive frame in the trash bin. We can fix it. We can repair and straight chassis, and we CNC machine the finest karting products in the country. With over 70 dealers throughout the US and Canada, it's easy to choose PKT. Family owned and operated, proudly made in the USA. PKT, what's in your cart? Hey racers, this is Rob Howden, and I'm super excited to be back with the Texas Pro Kart Challenge family this year. Gina and Mark French put together a perfect three-weekend series after listening to the racers. And with the season opener in Denton behind us, it's time to head to the incredible track in Amarillo in July. Then, we'll cap it all off again at the jewel of Houston karting, Speed Sports Racing Park, in mid-September. Get the final two Texas PKC dates on your personal calendar, and I'll see you there. We're back racing on July 19, 2021, at the Amarillo Kart Circuit. This track is a scale version of the F1 circuit in Istanbul, Turkey, and the drivers love it. It's certainly a venue to add to your bucket list. It's two full days of racing for Mini and MicroSwift, Briggs 206 Senior and Masters, K100 Junior and Senior, X30 Junior Senior and Master, Stock Honda Senior and Master, and Pro Shifter. We're also adding a local option class for Briggs 206 Junior. Stay tuned for more exciting news. Come join the Frenches and I in West Texas in July. We're going to be racing, grilling, and enjoying the awesome Texas Pro Car Challenge community. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network. My name's Rob Howden. This is an episode of The Hot Seat. And we have put Billy Musgrave, uh, the one of the top shifter car drivers in the country. He's been number one at a time. He's kind of bouncing back and forth that's what kind of competition we have at that level. And Billy's always in the middle of it. Uh, multi-time champion in the California Pro Car Challenge. Uh, some big news actually coming out just last week, Billy. And that's kind of the reason why I got a hold of you because a bit of a shakeup. You've obviously run for your dad, uh, your you and your father's shop, Musgrave Racing Company, MRC. Uh, you've been on the Illuminos the last number of years and have done a great job with Rob Soros and his crew and, and have been able to win a bunch of races there as well. But huge news coming that you now will move at least your, your, your focus on your professional racing. will move to croc promotion USA, the new program that has won so many races this year. You're now going to team up alongside Jake French to, to present what I think is probably the, the toughest and and strongest duo of drivers we've seen under a a, (laughs) a tent in a long time. That's the plan. Talk (laughs) about, yeah, let's talk about first what it's, what it's, tell me how this came about. Let's start with that.
1: Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I'll start with just myself personally first. you know, you know, basically we've been in a tough spot with the uh, supply lines from Illuminos uh, lately. I mean, really going all the way back to CRG, you know, Rob's been put in a tough spot. So, you know, it's one of those things that it's nobody's fault, really. It's just, you know, it's just a bad situation. Um, product was phenomenal. Illuminos stuff was phenomenal. Um, like, like you said, have had amazing success with it. Uh, went undefeated last year. I mean, it yeah, it was been an incredible product and incredible, incredible chassis. Still going to support it, you know, all around the country. But you know, Todd, you know, basically came up to me a few weeks ago, and uh, you know, I don't want to say harassed me, but hounded me, <laughs> <laughs> relentless, uh, right? he was pretty relentless, and yeah. um, you know, he just, he just, he really wanted to put together, um, you know, one of the most professional and unstoppable you know, race teams, you know, uh, shifter karting and, you know, even, uh, you know, all of karting has ever seen. So, uh, you know, I talked a lot with Jake and his dad, Mark, and, um, you know, just basically decided, you know, after talking with Todd and, he, you know, just the, the focus that he was willing to provide for, like you said, my professional racing uh, side of it, for me to focus a lot more and have the resources and tools and, you know, access to whatever I need on that side of it, um, you know, it's it's very appealing. So uh you know basically yeah I, I pulled the trigger um the offer was good but the opportunity was even better so um like like you said I mean to work with Jake alongside him and be able to go toe to toe you know side pod to side pod around the track basically yeah. all year long I mean I think it's going to push us to a whole new level um you know and I'm excited to see what that brings Uh
0: it's uh, what I find interesting is and, and again you know, you see a lot of the kids that come out and you'll, you'll look into maybe the, the, the tag categories, the single speed, uh, and you'll see drivers anywhere from, you know, 15 to like 18, 19, you get a couple of 19 or 20 year olds. Shifter karting always seems to be a little bit older, you know, drivers anywhere yeah. between 17 up to twenty 21. you're 27 years old. You know, Jake's uh, in his early twenties as well. There's going to be a maturity there. I think too, for you guys, you guys have been through so much. You've been racing, yes. obviously, racing for so long you've raced at a high level for so long i got to think that you guys are going to be able to play off each other when 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 it comes to not only developing setups but also and we'll talk later about being involved in new development testing and prototyping for for croc promotion usa
1: yes exactly so that's uh you know like we were just talking before i got on this call um you know that that's really where our focus is right now. So, you know, Jake and I were we're really pushing the development side. Um, you know, the prototyping side. You know, now the opportunity that Todds presented us, we get to work very closely with Armando Fellini, uh the chassis designer back in Italy. So, you know, we really get to have a next level understanding of these chassis and what they're built for and, you know, what we can change and, you know, when we're having problems, what we need to focus on. Um, And so it's going to offer us something that, you know, is going to be pretty hard to beat for sure in the next, uh, you know, not only this year, but in the next few years. Um, So, yeah. And then, like you said, I mean, just the maturity, the experience, really. I mean, I can't tell you how many races Jake has done in his life. I mean, I can't even count how many I've done together. It's uh, it's going to be a pretty good, uh, a pretty good wealth of experience. Um, So that's going to be that's going to be hard to beat for sure.
0: When you mentioned Todd, we're talking about Todd Ullman from Mad Old Nut Racing and Crock Promotion USA. And, and I'm going to get him on a podcast my, my, myself pretty soon in his industry insider, because I think it's worth talking to him to kind of get his feel of what he's trying to do. But in talking with him and in talking with you before we we set up for this interview, one of the interesting things is that, you know, there's people have said this many, many times. The Italians built their their carts. They test like crazy in Europe, at South Garda, wherever it may be. Uh, they do all their testing. Tracks here are a bit different. Number one, we're on a different tire. We're on a different power plant before it was the stock Honda. You know, you've talked before about helping to develop the Illuminos and how it would work with the MG Avincos yeah. and the stock Honda power plant and the way it delivers power. Now we have the new IAMI SSE 175, which is a much different beast. Yeah. You're again on the Avinco and MG tires. Really, it's, it's, it's kind of a cool opportunity that Todd's really kind of focusing on. Let's come up with a crack promotion USA chassis that is more centric and more focused on the the actual environment that you race here in the U S
1: yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, one of the key pillars of, you know, not only the race team, but then the whole distribution network we're, we're beginning to set up is, uh, you know, basically it's, it's Italian designed, but it's American tested and race proven. So, you know, yeah. it's something, you know, American America can really say it's built for us. You know what I mean? It's, you know, yeah, it's, it's manufactured over there, but it's the design. I mean, all the thought, effort, race testing that goes into it—it it is made specifically for what we're using it for.
0: I saw some video from the last LAKC race at Cal Speed, and I believe in the, in the in the shifter car category, it was just up front was you and Jake going at each other. Is this going to be like an old school kind of dogfight for the rest of the year between you two guys? Oh, I hope so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's awesome. I mean, uh, hell, even when uh, even back in Utah, I think for like fourth yeah. or fifth place, me and Jake we're going at it for like you know five or six laps there um but no it's just nice to you know have somebody that's you know obviously fast um but also race is super clean and so we can throw it in on each other and you know we give each other space and you know really push each other to the limits and maybe sometimes
0: past the limits but that's okay (laughs) that's all right like i'm okay with that. Hey, here's a question for you, and this is obviously one of the things that we're seeing, and and you guys being so uh, focused on shifter kart racing, and and other parts as well, but you guys have a love for shifter kart racing. We're obviously in a really weird place when it comes to shifter karts right now. The transition essentially from stock Honda, which was this national level package, we saw it kind of drop numbers over the last couple of years. Scusa finally saying, okay, we're going to do something different. They didn't want to go straight to KZ, so they're going to de- develop their own package, which had a more focus on reliability and durability. I know you're a part of a lot of the testing. I want to talk a bit about the IME SSE 175 because it's it's interesting because you'll see some guys are jumping into it, some have not yet. Um, there's guys that you know have embraced the rock shifter package, which is which is good on its own. It's a different animal. What are your thoughts on the the IME? uh, one seventy five. I know you. I know you guys are big fans of it. But what's your what, what is your thought about the engine itself and the experience of driving it? Um,
1: all you need to do is drive it. <laughs> okay, uh, it'll sell itself yeah. better than uh, better than I can. But you know, for anybody that's on the fence, um, you know, I've been doing a lot of driving in the last man last year, a lot of testing with the one seventy five. But I've also had the opportunity to drive a lot of rocks. Um, obviously, I have a ridiculous amount of seat time with the Honda. And basically, after the last four or five months, just driving the 175, really focusing on it, trying to hone it in, work on the carburation, um, I try to get back in some, some of my customer carts recently, and I can barely do five or six laps before I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: really? You just, it's um, that,
1: you like the experience that much? It is unbelievable. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, all engines have their issues here and there, but um, but I think the kinks are definitely getting worked out with the 175. Um, you know, obviously it's the first six months of its, you know, it's in its infancy, so we're gonna it is. work some That's kinks true. out. Um, but just the experience it offers, I mean, when you grab the throttle and it pulls a front tire off the ground, it is like I thought go karts were were sick back in 08 when I first did it. Man, if I would have <laughs> drove one of these, I would have just dropped everything, and this is all I would have ever done. Um, it just offers an experience that you know, even a KZ, it, it honestly doesn't come close. It's, you know, what's so cool about it is it's something so much different. You know, it's, it's like your normal shifter guard classes are over here in the same little, you know, in the same box that we've been running for the last, you know, 10, 15 years. And this thing comes in and it's like, well, it's, it's not a Honda. It's not a rock. It's not a KZ. It's, it's its own unique beast that uh, I think is just a whole different uh, platform.
0: In the people with the people I've been talking to Billy and I know you weren't in the sport at that point, but it reminds me of that two thousand two thousand and one to two thousand and three four when when they had the built Hondas, you know when the Honda was totally tricked out, totally built, and I talked to guys and they're saying that's the kind of experience I had it's just this unbelievable rush of bottom and torque and it's yeah it's you know it it, it was a beast to drive and it was fun to drive and that was and and that's that's what the mod the mod Moto stuff was back in the day, and it's almost like they've got back to that with a real visceral experience. Uh, yeah, as you said, it's just different than driving a KZ or a Rock or a Stock Honda.
1: Exactly, and and hopefully, uh, you know, <laughs> it's lasting a lot longer than uh, you know some of those moto engines were back in the early 2000s. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard those so stories. Sure.
0: Dang, um, yeah, that, but, they were interesting days for sure. No yeah, doubt about that. Like we hey, listen. Getting, oh, I was just going to ask you. Let's let's talk about Musgrave Racing Company a little bit because. Again, people around the country may not know a lot about you. You guys are very centric on California, on the shifter cart world. What is MRC? What do you guys do? And what do you guys provide to the industry? We try to provide you know anything and everything, whatever uh, the customers want. Um, we do
1: uh, primarily our, our largest business is new and used cart sales. Um, okay. so we do a lot of just, you know, we get a lot of calls from people that are new to the sport or looking to get into the sport. And we try to make that transition. As smooth and easy as possible, so we just try to provide as much information. I mean, like simple user manuals, just you know, emails. Just try to make it so when somebody who has no idea what a go kart is, and they come in and they you know they're in Indiana or you know in California or wherever they are, and they want to buy a go kart and get into it, I can you know set them up with enough information to make them as self sufficient as possible. So it seems like we do a pretty good job of that, and uh, you know the customers get you know they can get into it relatively easy um we try to lower that barrier to entry as much as we can and obviously we're still working on a lot of big things to to make that barrier to entry even smaller in the future um but aside from that you know obviously we run the race team um you know we do everything from shifter carts primarily but also you know tags a couple of cadet stuff here and there um and yeah, I mean, from all the motor work, that stuff never ends. The dyno time, the yep. the chassis work, I mean, it's uh, it's gnarly. So we have a 10,000 square foot building over here in Riverside, California. We have, I think, just over 100 carts in there right now. Um, wow. You know, mostly all just customer carts, you know, guys that pay to store them there or have us do work on them, that kind of stuff. So suffice to say, it is uh, seven days a week. Yeah. <laughs> And you guys are at the track a lot, right, at CalSpeed? Oh, yes. I'm usually there two to three times a week. Um, You know, like I said, mostly just taking new guys out, just kind of holding their hands, you know, showing them the basics of, you know, how to set your tire pressures and how to do your front end alignment and, you know, how to drive around a corner, you know, just the super basics. But uh, where I can take, you know, like the other week, I took uh, some 10 and 12-year-old kids, um, never driven a go-kart in their life. And in about three sessions, they were ripping around in uh, shifter carts, you know, like it was natural. So to be able to see that and just kind of, you know, have that experience, you know, all they'd ever done is, you know, driven some ATVs and UTVs out in the desert. And then they get on these machines and it's just the expression on their face is just, oh my (laughs) God, this is amazing. So I just, I live for that. You know what I mean? That, you know, provide, being able to provide and, you know, help facilitate that experience and that, you know, awesome feeling is, uh, it's just cool. It's awesome.
0: Folks, talking right now to Billy Musgrave. Uh, again, one of the drivers you have seen at the very top of our EKN Stock Moto driver rankings for the last number of years. We've, we've transitioned that to the shifter cart rankings, and I don't think uh, Billy's going to be going anywhere. Uh, stay with us, folks. After this break, we'll have one more break here. We're going to come back. I got a couple more questions for Billy, and then, of course, we'll put him on the hot seat with the EKN Fast Five.
2: Cartlift has been designing, engineering, and building innovative cart stands since 2003. Our flagship model winchlift LT is the motorized workhorse of our cart stand lineup and should be the foundation of your karting program. When it comes to test days or race days, the winchlift is an invaluable tool that allows you to head to the track to test and tune anytime knowing that your cart will easily be lifted with the press of a button. Add our innovative winch stacker and now you can double stack two carts on top of a folded down winch lift, saving space in your trailer or garage. If a lifting cart stand isn't for you, then one of our traditional folding scissor stands, double or triple stacker stands, or upright stand should fill the need. Every one of our cart stands features flat free wheels and casters and a durable powder coat finish. Check out our full stand lineup as well as our chassis skid plates tire changers and accessories at cartlift.com that's www.cartlift.com
0: carts parts engines tires and tools at sharkshifter.com what you need is just a click away we carry the biggest names in chassis like tony cart and fa dr cart crg and blr we have new chassis and all the parts you need At SharkShifter.com, we also stock top-quality replacement parts from Swift components like axles, sprockets, and hubs. We have the inventory you need for your stock Honda as well, from cylinders, heads, and engine parts to reeds, exhaust pipes, ignition covers, radiators, air filters, and air boxes. We build our own billet aluminum components as well, including motor mounts and clutch levers. Need to add to your toolbox? We offer alignment tools brake, battery and exhaust tools, tire gauges and hand tools. Stop messing around getting your seat in the right position. We have a seat mounting system that makes it easy. Check the website for monthly specials. If you need it, we can get it to you fast. We ship the same day. Sharkshifter.com, your online source for carts and parts.
3: If clean racing, fair competition, and tons of fun is what you're looking for in a racing program, then look no further than the United States Pro Kart Series. MG Tires and IMA USA East have teamed up to present the seventh edition of the USPKS, and it just keeps on getting better. USPKS just wrapped up the first event of 2019, and it was a blowout success. The Southern GP in Ocala was one of our biggest and best events ever, setting the stage for another banner year. The 2019 USPKS once again takes its racers to top karting venues like Ocala Grand Prix, GoPro Motorplex, and Newcastle Motorsports Park. If stacked fields, cash prizes, and tons of laps is what you're after, then USPKS is where you want to be. If you'd like to join the party in Mooresville or Newcastle, check out our website at USPKS.com. Move up to karting, move up to USPKS.
0: Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network. My name's Rob Howden, another edition of The Hot Seat, uh, our podcast where we take a driver or an industry member, put them down and, and dream with some questions, talk about the sport a little bit. You know, Billy Musgrave's our guy right now from the Musgrave Racing Company. He's been one of the top drivers in the sport for the last number of years. Three times a winner at the Supercarts USA uh, Super Nationals, and, in fact, back-to-back reigning S1 Pro Shifter uh, champion there. Uh, Billy, here's, here's one, que- one question I have for you. This, I find this interesting. You're 27 years old. We've talked about it before. You know, you're a couple of years away from masters. I don't ever <laughs> see you probably running masters for quite a while at 27. You're racing against guys who are 15 to 19 years of age primarily, right? Yep. What drives you to keep in that, in that realm? What, you know, what, what, what keeps driving you to, to be able to drive at that level in, in, against these guys? Um, honestly, just passion for
1: the sport and, uh, to be honest, I don't feel, I mean, yeah, I, I joked around with my buddies and yeah, I'm, I'm the oldest guy on the X30 grid by almost 10 years. Um, <laughs> right. On, it's true. Uh, but, uh, you know, I just, I love the sport and I, and I feel like, uh, you know, I'm still learning every day I drive the cart. Um, it's not like, you know, oh, I've been here, done that. It's not, I want to keep going to the track. I want to keep testing. I want to keep learning. I want to keep being better. So, you know, that's part of the reason why I, I, I pulled the trigger on this deal with Croc Promotion was... Uh, I felt like I'm, I can still be in my prime or, or rather my prime has yet to come in my yeah. career. So, uh, you know, with this opportunity to really focus on the professional side of racing and the development side, you know, get kind of behind the scenes and work on the chassis prototyping and developing, you know, firsthand, um, you know, it's, it's a killer opportunity. And I think, uh, you know, I still have one, I still have a pro tour national championship to, uh, win one of these years. So I'm not stopping until I do that. And then, uh, to be honest with you, like my my long term, my long term goal um, at some point in my life, I want to be you know like you said before, I've won su- three super nationals wins so far. I don't know Connor Day Felipe holds a record at four. Yeah. Um, you know, between you and me, I want to be the guy that wins five.
0: I like it. Hey, listen, I, I want you to take this as a complete positive because I think it's it's exactly what it is. I've been watching you for seven years, and I and I am going to tell you right now, I I still think your best days are in front of you. I've watched you develop, you know, from 2012 through, and, and you just keep getting better and better and better at what you do. And, I, I, and <laughs> I'm a slow learner, but I do well, learn. <laughs> I, don't, I, really, I don't think so. You, you Think about the amount of time you've been in the sport compared to some of the guys that you're racing against. There are I, guys that, I that you race late. against now, right? Yeah, yeah. There's guys that you race against now who are 10 years younger than you yeah. that started before you did. Yeah. Exactly. That's the key, I think. You know, yeah. and David and I have talked about this before. David Cole and I have said, you know, Billy, we just watched you get better and better and improve at all the other parts of your of your game. And you said you, you, said you're, you continue to learn. Is there one component or some stuff that you're getting even better at you, you feel you have a better control of or a handle on than maybe you did in the years past?
1: Oh yeah. And it's, uh, you know, definitely comes down to chassis setup um, mm-hmm. and really tuning and picking the right frame and the right chassis design for the right track conditions. Yeah. Um, you know, so with Illuminos, we had a couple of different frames that we had in our, in our pocket, in our arsenal. So, you know, the last couple of years I've really been learning, uh, you know, Hey, these chassis work a little bit better on these kind of tracks or these conditions, this little bit different chassis works better over here. So for me, it's been, uh, you know, hell back in 2012, I think when I won that that race in Vegas, uh, I won it on a literally box stock Tony cart because I didn't know. Like, lucky for me, Tony Cart built a really awesome shifter cart that year. Yeah. But heck, I didn't really know. I mean, when you put caster in the car, I barely knew what that did. Um, and you know, like I said, I didn't I didn't get into a go kart until I was you know sixteen, sixteen and a half, or something like that. So and then for the first three or four years, I just drove. I didn't, I didn't know how to set my front end alignment or do any of that crap. So I've just (laughs) kind of learned by trial and error. And, uh, you know, it's, I think the, my biggest obstacle for sure has been the pro tour races, um, showing up at those events and seeing the, the drastically changing, uh, track conditions, you know, throughout Saturday and Sunday when, especially the last couple of years, it seems like the tracks start to get hot and then they start to get really greasy. And then, You start to slide around a little bit. You know, it it definitely doesn't seem to fit my driving style. Um, I seem to drive a little bit too aggressive for those kind of conditions. But, uh, you know, that's where I'm excited with the new opportunity is we can find some chassis and some, you know, frames that work specifically for those scenarios. Um, You know, that's kind of what I'm after. Then I I feel like I have all the tools at my disposal to be able to, you know, make that championship uh, title happen.
0: Yeah, that's that's exciting. I like to hear that. The fact that you you know there are there are things that you continue to learn and continue to get better at to master, which I think is awesome. And changing track conditions, of course, are is something that, that's that's huge in terms of being able to be fast over a course of a weekend on the national level. Now, here is my question for you. Now, with this new program, obviously you came in with certain goals for two thousand nineteen. You wanted to win that championship. Issues, of course, at the Winter Nationals were tough for you. You had some speed at Spring Nats. You're going to have to really dig in and have some luck probably to get the Pro Tour this year. But overall, what are your goals for 2019? Um, Just continue to win races. Um, You know, I think my,
1: you know, obviously the Pro Tour is what it is. But, you know, between me and Jake, we're coming into Newcastle with uh, a plan and uh, we're coming to win. Uh, I mean, straight up, we are coming to win that race no matter what. Um, so that's objective number one. Um, no matter how the points shake out at the end, we want to be able to take home a couple uh, Pro Tour wins. And then, uh, you know, I think if if either me or Jake wins on a Croc, I think that'll make Croc Promotion the first chassis ever to have three different drivers, maybe four, uh, win a Pro Tour event on the same chassis. I don't think it's ever that's, happened in any class uh, ever.
0: You know what? We'd go to David Cole on that. Cause he's the stat man, but you're probably <laughs> right. No, you're probably right. It's um, really interesting. So, yeah, uh, uh, other than that, I just focus on the pro cart challenge.
1: So this weekend we got the California pro cart challenge. Um, I'm going to still definitely try to go undefeated in that one more year. I know Jake's going to not make that easy for me, but I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, then we're just going to keep focusing and uh, we have some, some good plans for super Nets this year. We I think We have some good chassis in store for that. So, like I said we got a plan
0: for it all that's it all right let's uh let's move into the ekn radio network fast five i've got five questions for you here um just give we can easy answers long answers whatever you want to be but it's the fast five billy musgrave are you ready oh i am ready <laughs> all right, here we go first and foremost first question what was your first cart give us some detail on it
1: oh it was an aero ax8 <laughs> <laughs>
0: arrow An yeah. ax8 nice. and it
1: had been uh cracked and re-welded about 17 times by the time we were done with it
0: <laughs> and it did it, ha- it have a stock Honda on it or what, what oh it absolutely
1: on it? yeah stock Honda
0: and you were out just playing around oh, with just, it that's awesome yep
1: just hitting stuff
0: <laughs> the Australian made arrow I love it all right here's the second question of the fast five what is your favorite kart track Ooh, um current kart track yeah. um in the country, I'd say my favorite I, would probably be NOLA. You pulled, hold on, you pulled current out, so I know where we're going. Go. <laughs> I know where you're going when uh, we go to, to non-current. any oh, track. Yes. okay. But current cart track is what
1: I'd probably say NOLA Motorsports Park over in New Orleans. Yeah. That, that what do you like about it? Just that facility and just the the flow of that track just gives you. You know, I'll say it. It gives me the closest experience
0: I think we have right
1: now to something like Moran used to
0: yeah, there it is, right? you're going there. So uh, your favorite track of tracks that are are here or are not here anymore?
1: A hundred percent Moran, whether it's right. nostalgia or uh, I think the track really was that great. Uh, oh, but just... Rachel,
0: Billy, I love calling <laughs> races there. There were so many places yeah. to pass. Yes. I love
1: that track. Oh, it was phenomenal. And just yeah. even if you were out on the track all by yourself in the you know, middle of the week, just grabbing gears down that front straightaway, driving into that 90-degree bank turn. It was just yep. like, oh, my God. This has got to be what Schumacher feels like.
0: <laughs> For those of you who weren't around when there was Moran Raceway, it was a track just east of LA out in Beaumont, California. Uh, Rocky Moran Sr., Rocky Moran Jr. designed this place. They called it the Fullwood Kingdom. And there was elevation changes, and there was like a corkscrew. And like you said, bank 90-degree at the end of the front straight. That place, uh, it was – people, people still – Lament the fact that it's gone. It's now a, like a Lowe's or something like that, a distribution yeah. center. It it was, and you know what? To be honest, and you'll you'll probably agree with this. It really was the the foundation, that birthplace of kind of the revival of stock Honda racing or, or shifter cart racing yes. in Southern California, right? Yeah. With the PK with Tom's PKC deal and everything. Yeah, it was one hundred eighty guys coming out on a Friday night to race. That's yes, and it
1: just like you said, just that experience of just grabbing gears down the straightaway, dropping down yeah. the corkscrew. I mean. The off camera turns in the bat. I mean, it just had everything to where it did It just drive laps and laps and laps. And just be like, I want to come back for more next week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we need another Moran folks. Let's get another one out there, please. For Sure. All right. Question number three of the fast five. What's the biggest win in your carding career? Um, which one, which one did you go ooh, say, man, that's, that was my biggest. That's a
1: tough one. Um, right. I think I got to say one of the, one of the three supernats. nets. Um, yep. But to be honest, this is going to sound kind of funny. Um, I think Lancaster last year might be <laughs> one of my most enjoyable. Um, I get that. It was that race. You know, it's funny because I, I won Supernats in my first year. And so every year yeah. I came back, I came back with the mindset of like, you know, I can win this. I should win this. Um, where Lancaster, I think I've gotten second place at that race like five or six times. <laughs> um, it seemed to be the one race I could never win no matter what. Um, you know, and no matter, man, I've, I had to race Fritz Leisman, Ron White. Um, I mean, there were some names, LeDuc one year. I mean, yep. some fast guys that would come out for this race. And every year, I just end up second somehow. Um, so I think last year, being able to just come with a plan and uh, just execute and actually ended up having a pretty good race with uh, Rory Van Vanderster and Josh Lane. And uh, just being able to pull that off finally, you know, after so many years of trying, that one just felt pretty good
0: <laughs> and of course lancaster the, the oh, awesome. atmosphere right under the lights yeah a couple thousand people there Having uh, i love it. now the funny thing about the supernats is you'll you'll ask any guy that's won the indianapolis 500 and it's those second if he gets a second or a third yeah that's a because you can i think you can, you can absorb it more yeah the first one like you, you don't get a chance to absorb it you know you won that first supernats and wow i've won the race yes then it took you you took you another six years to yeah. win the next one and you know i'm there when you come out of the cart to win at the podium and just the look on your face, of course, <laughs> you know, it's it's a, it's a different deal, isn't it? Yeah,
1: I would probably say, I mean, the 2017 Super Nats that year when uh, so going into that year, there's pretty dramatic, you know, now me and Gary are pretty cool. We're on good terms. Um, but going into that year, we were, uh, we, you know, we were pretty much at each other's throats and it was a little uh, little <laughs> Carlton. Um, yeah, yep. Gary Carlton. So after qualifying, when both of us set the exact same lap time for pole, um, <laughs> it kind of set the stage for what would be it a, a pretty crazy race. Um, and, uh, you know, I think uh, after the heat races, I think I ended up starting on pole. Uh, but then his teammate Iglesias was ended up second. And that guy hounded me for 20 some laps. Um, uh, and that was that was brutal. And that was on the largest Super track. So that was Probably the longest main event we've ever had. Um, and that was just an incredible race. I think his chain broke or something like that. And Something then, happened
0: late. And then exactly, Jake
1: yeah. uh, Jake French came up on me with about a lap and a half to go. Uh, I mean, that that one felt, it was it was almost the relief. Like, oh, I finally, you know what I mean? I finally pulled it off again. Like, okay, we can do this.
0: I love it. All right. Here's uh, question number four from the Fast Five. Again, speaking right now with Billy Musgrave from Musgrave Racing Company. Who is your biggest rival? Ooh, um. Oh, that's a tough one. A couple of years ago, I would have said
1: uh, Gary. <laughs> yeah, I understand um, that, yeah, right now, I, I don't know if I would say rival. I would say, I mean, what's what's cool about right now in the in the Pro One class? I mean, we all get off the track after uh, you know the main event, and you know, I can hang out with AJ and Andrew and Jake and Kyle and. We're all just kind of chilling, you know, laughing about yep. our cart setups and where we all missed it. And, uh, you know, we're all actually pretty uh, cordial. And, you know, the atmosphere, I don't think I've ever seen, uh, you know, a uh, a class, especially in Pro 1 or or, you know, Pro Shifter, where everybody's just super cool and be you know we're sitting on the grid and it's like oh hey you're at six and a half air pressure yeah i went eight and a half yeah okay you'll be fast for a couple we're just you know joking around and it's like (laughs) we all know we're gonna go as soon as the lights go out we're we're hammered down but then as soon as we come off the track it's like dude that was a killer race you threw it in on me drove over the top but that was awesome um you know it's just i don't know i I I really love where the where the class is at right now
0: that's awesome to hear. And, and you're right. You know, when, when I'm calling these races, there's just so much talent all the way through. You've got guys like, uh, you know, race Liberante, who's running the pro yeah. two class, you know, fighting a, you know, uh, one weight class up for him, for sure. He'll be, he'll be pro one next year, but, uh, no, there's just a lot of really good guys and I like that. That's, that's some really good input. All right. One more question here in the fast five. We'll wrap up this edition of the hot seat. Who has been your biggest mentor or influence? Ooh. Um, Man, this
1: is a tough one. Um, it's the fast fight. Yeah, there's been so many. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I guess I would have to. I mean, I, you kind of have to go with my dad. Um, yeah. You know, he's always pushing me, uh, maybe yelling at me, um, but setting me straight for sure. And uh, you know, he, you know, he's one of the guys that always pushes me and says, you know, you know, you have another ten years. Like, you know, get your shit together, and yeah. uh, you know, you could you could <laughs> dominate this sport for another ten years. So. You know, every time I'm either feeling down or just kind of like, you know, damn, I suck. You know, I messed that race up. You know, he's the one that kind of gets me fired up again. And, you know, well, no, screw that. Like, just be better. You know what I mean? Learn from it, get better, and, uh, you know, get him at the next one.
0: Yeah, your dad, Willie Musgrave, of course, was a top uh, master's driver for a number of years. That doesn't do as much driving as he used to, but uh, the experience he had through his years as a motocross magazine bike tester as well, right? That's just yeah, I'm just wealth, mean, wealth
1: of knowledge. Yeah, his racing experience. You know, just the 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 mental aspect of it, the mindset you need to put yourself in. You know, when you're on the yeah. line before a race. I mean, that's something that he's helped me with tremendously.
0: Well, Billy Musgrave, you survived the fast five. I appreciate. It. I know it was tough. <laughs> pretty cool. Pretty cool answers, right? Some cool questions. Uh, I like that. That was fun. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Well, folks, there he is, Billy Musgrave. Again, Billy, I'm gonna. Count you out. Thank you so much for joining me here on the hot seat. I appreciate it. Awesome. It was a pleasure being here. Folks, it's been a treat to watch this guy race over the last number of years. And as we've discussed, kind of continues to develop from that big win at the SuperNats in 2012. He's become the, the top driver, if not one of the elite group of shifter cart drivers here in North America. And it was a, pro- a privilege to talk to him today. An interesting new chapter for Billy Musgrave as he, this weekend, will jump behind the wheel of the Croc Promotion USA entry in the California Pro Car Challenge. He and his new teammate, Jake French, looking to go at it. In PKC action, of course, as you heard from Billy, focusing forward as well uh, to mid-August for the final round of the 2019 Skuza Pro Tour. We head back for the 10th annual Summer Nationals. We're back at Newcastle Motorsports Park for that one. Just a very interesting uh, evolution in the kind of driver lineup at the national level of the sport. Again, Billy Musgrave joining Jake French at Croc Promotion USA. Folks, thank you so much for joining us here on the EKN Radio Network. This is the hot seat. You can always listen live on the EKN Radio app. You can go to ecardinews.com slash radio. And all the content we develop, we end up turning into podcasts. They then become available on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, and spotify download the EKN radio network app that's the best way to get the first chance to listen put it in the on your phone excellent for the drive to and from work or just working in the garage on your own racing machine thank you so much for joining us again my name is rob howdy bye for now